You are listening to Red Engine Podcast, so named because trains are delightful and socialism will win. Hey everyone, I'm recording today, it is Thursday, and uh, I went ahead and took some notes this time, like I said I would, so that I actually have things to talk about. Let me pull up my little notepad here, I guess the... I guess the big news is the DNC, or the um, convention is going on, which, I mean, I guess I'm supposed to give a shit, but I really could care less. Like, why would I want to listen to what John Kasich has to say? I don't. That's not something that interests me. Or Barack Obama. I guess apparently he gave a real good speech, but that's what he's good at, you know. He could tell you the sky was made out of cheese and... People would love it. I would love it. But I don't really care to listen at the moment. Yeah, I was thinking I was when they announced the speaker lineup. Um, obviously, there's the the big kind of headliners, which are like, you know, Bernie's going to talk. Um, Bill Clinton and uh, Michelle, Michelle Obama, Barack Obama. The Bidens, AOC gave a little thing. But the the thing that really crossed my mind is how come Jimmy Carter is, like, not a part of the Democratic Party? I mean, like, they never, like, he hasn't been, you would think he was dead. I mean, Bill Clinton is, like, ancient. The guy's fallen apart. He looks like shit. He sounds like shit. He's an embarrassment at this point, especially with his rapiness and shit. But he's still, you know trotted out at every convention to fucking give some speeches and lecture people about shit and all that, but, and then of course Barack Obama, when he's not parasailing with millionaires, but, um, Jimmy Carter, you never, he's like he doesn't exist, which I think is obviously a real shame, um, I would watch that if they had him on there, I can't believe they're having John Kasich speak, Kasich, 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 speak, that is really embarrassing, in my opinion, that, there's no excuse for it, what, what does the, Demo- why, what is the Democratic Party, if they have a fucking Republicans speak at their convention, the, the Republican Party announced their lineup, and they're fucking, no joke, if you didn't hear, they're having, as speakers, the fucking McCloskey couple, who pointed their guns at the Black Lives Matter protesters, kind of went viral, the rich fucks who are like, the woman like swung the gun, pointed right at her husband's head like twice, and those two, and that fucking little douchebag from Covington Catholic High, who was like grinning at that other douchebag in Native Americans banging the drum in his face, that whole thing, they're having that kid talk. That, the equivalent, what even would be our equivalent? That'd be like if we had... Like, uh, one of those SJW memes that the right-wingers circulate, like the pink-haired chick or, or, uh, Trigglypuff. They had Trigglypuff at one of our conventions. That's literally what, like, that's how bold and just unapologetic they are. Then you go to our convention and we have them, their people, up on stage. I mean, the guy fucking ran for president on the Republican ticket. It's not like some fringy, or, or, or super liberal you know, like, Republic, who's guy who's technically a Republican, but not really, you know what I mean? Like, um, 
you know, like Joe Manchin, technically a Democrat, but not really. It's not that. It's like they're most radical people. Whatever. I guess I said I'm not interested in it, but here I am talking about it. Oh, well, give me something to talk about. So, let's see. What did I take notes of? Man, I don't want some of the stuff I don't even want to get into. I'm so sick of talking about it. Sea lioning. Has anybody ever heard of sea lioning? Because I hadn't until, I think it was Monday. And now I've heard it like three times in the last week. And it seems to me to be whatever, whenever somebody doesn't know what they're talking about, they say, oh, you're sea lioning, bro. Um, that's pretty much what I can gather. So I first heard it um, in the context of, uh, yeah, we were talking about Che Guevara. It was a um, a group on Facebook about history and archaeology or something. Was it? Or was it Red London? No, I think it was Red London. I don't know. Somebody posted something about Che Guevara being bad, you know, and I, Che's a personal hero of mine, always has been. Not always, I wasn't um, raised leftist or anything, but in my adult life. And I always hear people talk shit on him, and so I've been really diligent to know what I'm talking about. I read I read independent things, I've read, um, well, I read Fidel's uh, ode to him, but I guess that doesn't really count. I re- I've read a lot of sources. And from what I can gather, he was a man... That, it, it's funny, he was what these LARPers wish they were. The people who make jokes about bringing out the guillotines and shit, that's what he was. And the same people who will post shit like, oh, time for the guillotine, are the same people who will be like, yeah, she was a mass murderer, bro. The thing about Guevara was he believed that if you clear a fucking mountainside and dispossess 12 villages of people of their fucking farms and livelihoods, and they have to fucking go to Havana and beg in the streets so that United Fruit can fucking buy your bananas. Yeah, you deserve to get shot in the face. That's a fucking horrible... You know, he viewed the privations of capitalism as illegitimate. And the idea of laundering your responsibility, like, I didn't kick those people off their mountains, mountains off the mountainside. I just, you know... Uh, made sure there were no squatters on my property so I could sell it to United Fruit. Or, or you know, um, I didn't lay off all those workers. I just closed the mine because it wasn't profitable. He viewed those things as illegitimate. So when he got his hands on people who fucking, you know, made deals with the mafia to fucking uh, open fucking abusive brothels in downtown Havana, whatever it was, he he killed them. That that's what he did. Now, the criticism of him that is totally legitimate it was his anti-gay shit. I get that people who are like, dude, he was you know he killed people for being gay. That is true. That's fucked up. But you know, it was 1950s Cuba. You gotta, you know, I don't want the guy to be president of the United States. So when it comes to historical figures, idolizing anybody or your is a human being. You gotta take the go the bad with the good, in my opinion. But anyway, so I commented, basically, that. I commented, you know, 
it's very trendy right now to just say Che is a horrible was a horrible person, but people who say that can't ever tell you why. Because I've looked, because I've, you know, I'm thinking like I, I can't be wrong. I can't where there's smoke, there's fire. I can't be, or rather, everybody can't be wrong. I can be wrong. Everybody else can't be wrong. I can't be the only one. But I've looked, and all I can find is that he summarily executed bad people. Which is not good in a civil society, but he didn't live in a civil society. He lived in a revolutionary um, society under siege from the global superpower during a Cold War. So, you know, it is what it is. But anyway, people, you know, I got responses. Oh, you, you know, you're defending a killer. And, and I would say, well, what do you mean? And they're like, literally three people in the same thread... They would say, you're an asshole, bro. And literally three people said, it's not my job to educate you. One guy told me, he shot my grandfather, dickhead. And I just said, why? And, and he literally said, it's not my job to educate you. It's not my job to educate you about my personal family's history that I cited. So anyway, all these people started tagging on and none of them could really refute what I was saying. And actually, I wasn't even saying anything. I was mostly just reading people saying, like, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Finally, the one guy goes, what he's doing is called sea lioning. It's a shitty debate tactic. Oh, he's dumb. Whatever. I'm like, sea lioning? What the fuck is this? So I looked it up. Apparently it comes from a comic strip from, like, 2015, wherein somebody says they, like, they, they don't like sea lions. And then they say, well, why don't you like sea lions? Or something. And... He tries to give reasons, and they keep asking for sources and shit. And and I guess the point is that you insist on having evidence when really you're just making bad faith claims. And it's a, part of the definition seemed to be like pretending to be like serious and and skeptical when really you're just being a dick. Like it it doesn't really have. A, Anyway, so I was like, okay, well, that's totally illegitimate. That's weird. And I told the guy, I was like, dude, I'm just asking you to, like, explain what you're saying, like, or, or, or back up what you're saying. Like, just talk to me. Oh, not my job to educate you. I was like, whatever. Later on in the week, same thing. It was a different, again, historical. It wasn't even politics. It was some history post. Commented, made some argument about politics. Or, I mean, history. Somebody's like, Oh, I remember what it was. It was a picture of Michelle and Barack Obama. It was, um, you know what? It was General Sherman's March to the Memes, which is like a generally anti-Confederate group on Facebook, but also, um, you know, just kind of generally left of Ronald Reagan type stuff. And um, somebody had posted a piece of propaganda from a Republican site or something, like one of those weird emails you get from your aunt or whatever, like chain emails about how the Pope is secretly a satanic alien or whatever. It was a picture of Brock and Michelle Obama and it had, and with their two kids, Milan, what are their names, Malia and Sasha. And then I had a picture of another black couple that looked very similar to their two kids, actually. And it said, Malia and Sasha's real parents the Obamas rented them out. Or no, it said this couple rented their kids out to two gay pedophiles. And there's a picture of Michelle and Barack Obama. 
And that was the post. And it's, like, hilarious. Also, obviously, very homophobic, very dumb, blah, 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 blah. But the guy posted, look at this ridiculous, let's go troll these people, look at this ridiculous thing that's a blatant um, anti-Obama racist attack ad. I was like, racist? That's weird. So I commented, I said, what's racist, though? I didn't say, like, yo, but that's not, I just said, what's racist about it? And he's like, if you don't understand what's racist about this conspiracy theory, you need to take a long look in the mirror, idiot bro. Like, just obviously very hostile. I was like, no, dude, I'm just asking, like, what's the racist part? I was like, obviously it's homophobic, it's fucked up, but if you, I said, if you put Biden in instead, like, say they were talking to whoever the Democrat was, I was like, if you put Biden in, it would be the exact same message. I don't, I literally don't understand what you're talking about. They didn't mention him being black. The fact that Obama happens, and I asked, I was like, so is it racist just because he's black? Like, is any attack on a black guy a racist? Like, is that what you're saying? And he was like, no, that's not what I'm saying, but this obviously contributes to a racist conspiracy theory. And I was like, but what's racist, though? Like, I just kind of repeated, the, where's the racial part? And that's when he goes, you you either uh, are, like, a dumb fuck, whatever, blah, or are you just sea lioning? And I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Is this, like, the new fucking thing where anytime a stupid-ass fucking leftist it kind of reminds me of back during um bernie's run in 2016 i would get in debates with donut twitter and they would or arguments whatever not really a debate it's twitter but at a certain point and it's not just in this context but at a certain point they would say things like so you'd say like, well, actually, this is a logical, or I'd say I don't like the term logical fallacy, but I'd say that you're arguing, your your argument is circular. You're using circular logic here, don't you? Say, you'd be like, okay, brophicles, and I'm like, what? And then it would come up again. Oh, uh, he's that well actually guy, or oh, and then someone commented, oh, you're an asshole, and I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I get the I, like, I understand where that reaction comes from. Because the right has disingenuously used the... It was like Ben Shapiro's, like, the facts and logic guy, even though he wears a fucking magical hat all the time. But we cannot become the anti-intellectual party. That is, like, the shit we used to make fun of Republicans for. For saying shit like, the Earth is 6,000 years old, and there was no fucking rationality behind it. And we are well down that path. I mean, it's getting to the point where the Democrats are becoming the anti-intellectual party, where, like, if you say, somebody will say something really fucking stupid, like, um, the three-fifths clause of the Constitution is racist, right? Or, or it was designed as a part of white supremacy. And you'll say, actually, <laughs> it was actually made as a compromise um, to make the slave states less powerful because they wanted to count their slaves, or the people that they claimed were their slaves, their enslaved people, um, what's a good way to phrase that? Their I mean, they were slaves. The slaves that they had were keeping in bondage. I don't like calling them their slaves. I guess they were legally. Whatever. They, the, the, the southern states wanted the slaves counted as population, so that they could get more representation in Congress. And the abolitionists were like, that's bullshit. You can't claim that they're property and fucking 
then want them to count as voting citizens and they don't even vote. Why are we counting them as representatives? So actually, the three-fifths compromise came, was something the Northerners pushed for so that the Southern slave states wouldn't have disproportionate power because they ultimately wanted to abolish slavery. Even at the time of the revolution, there was a well-established abolitionist movement. Many of the states, um, it was already illegal. Um, so, but if you say something like that, right, rather than even saying it doesn't matter, it's still negotiating the, the value of a human life, it's still racist, and therefore it's still white supremacist. That I can understand. That's an argument. But they'll just say, oh, it's a well actually, bro. Or it's a well, well actually, quotation marks, fuck off, get fuck out of here with that noise. You know, just stupid. And, um, and it's a problem. It's a real fucking problem. Because it's one thing to tell another leftist, like, oh, you're being the well actually guy. Um, but you don't win people like that. And it's also dumb. It's anti-intellectual, it's stupid, and it fucking pisses me off. And sea lioning, I guess, is the new, uh, the new thing to throw out there when you got nothing. Just fucking nothing. You got no argument, no evidence, no fucking, you're not even, you're not even making sense. Just say you're sea lioning, bro. So I found that deeply frustrating. Hamilton. Yeah, I guess Hamilton is the thing we're all supposed to watch. I don't even know if I want to get into this. I'll, I'll make it short. Basically, I'd written down in my notebook Hamilton, by the way. I'm not just having a stroke. I was thinking about it. I forget where it came up, but there's a really good history channel I call a, I call a, I follow called uh, Brandon F. What's the guy's name? Brandon F. And he's this really geeky, really like nerdy, nerdy, but very smart and very cool. Um, I don't want to. I wouldn't say he's a historian, but I think he's on his way. He's a he's a YouTube guy, and he's also a reenactor, and he posts videos about specifically um, Colombian era and colonial era history. Um, and he made a video about the Patriot, the film, the Patriot, and he hates it and he's tearing it apart. And one of the points he made is that it's fucking inconceivable that a Carolina, uh, plantation owner, a rich, obviously white plantation owner didn't own slaves and just paid his slaves wages to, and worked alongside them in the fields as some kind of weird commune enterprise as that's as it's portrayed in the film and actually i remember years ago i was watching the patriot with my brother who's just back from iraq and he was on a real radical tear he went there a fucking conservative came back a radical leftist and uh anyway i was watching the film and there's a point where the the british redcoat tells the slaves if you serve in the british army you'll get your freedom and the black dude says Oh, we're, sir, we're not, we're not slaves. We're free men. We work here. We work the land. And the redcoat's like, well, then as free men, you should have the honor and privilege. He presses them into service anyway. Anyway, when he says, we're free men, my brother's looking at it, he goes, no, they were slaves. They were, they were slaves. 
I was like, yeah, he's, and he, and he said, you know, the stories we tell ourselves matter, and we have to lie about our history for it to be palatable. And that really struck me, and a lot of people made this point, particularly on the left, and it's true. It's obviously true. Those guys were slaves. I mean, obviously, it's a fictional account, but the thing that they're fictionalizing did exist, being a South Carolina plantation, and those people on that plantation were slaves. I mean, it's you are lying about what happened if you make a fictional account where those guys are free hired workers. I don't even know if you could legally... I guess, did they even have freemen in the South living like that? Uh, you know, that were black? I, I don't know. I guess. I guess you could be a free black guy in the South. I should look that up. But anyway, that stuck with me. Well, years later, I was thinking about Hamilton the other day. And, you know, the founding fathers are scoffed at by people on the left and liberals and shit. Um, almost universally. They were slave owners. They were old white men, rich aristocratic sacks of shit. And they were. They were bad in a lot of ways. They were very good in a lot of ways. They were revolutionaries. They fought for what they believed in. They didn't have fucking jobs. That's annoying. A bunch of unemployed rich cocksuckers. So there, there was some good and there was some bad. They wrote some revolutionary great materials. Declaration of Independence is one of the humanity's great documents, although there are mentions of the Indian savages, although these people at the time did have to contend with very hostile Indians who killed Nate people. So, you know, if you actually look at what's happening, it is a mixed bag. But they certainly, many of them, were slave owners. And I'm thinking about Hamilton. I forget what reminded me of it. And I'm thinking, why are they all black? Why, all of a sudden, are liberals, and pretty much only liberals, eating this show up? They love it. I mean, Hamilton's like a hero now. And it, it's because the guys are black and rapping. If they weren't, if it was just a musical about the Founding Fathers and they're, you know, white guys as they actually were in real life. I mean, obviously, if they were white and it was rap, it would probably be widely condemned on the left as like cultural appropriation insensitive, yada, yada, yada. But... If they were black or um, white guys and it wasn't rap music, it was just traditional show tune music, maybe country or rock and roll or whatever, I mean, nobody would give a shit. Nobody would watch it. It wouldn't be this big hit. It's the juxtaposition. It's, it's the fact that these are black people so that when they're singing about, here comes George Washington, the great hero, and he struts out on stage, well, you can't hate him because he's a black dude. Not only is are they black guys, there's no white people in the whole thing. And they say, well, it's to portray America as what it is. America's diverse country. Well, America's still 60% white. A little over, actually. You know, if it's not representation in this film. It's they're making a statement. And they're making the founding of the country. And, and the statement of, in and of itself is cool. I haven't seen the show. I don't have a problem with it. But um, it's not, you know, how dare you portray Washington as a black guy. That doesn't bother me. It's not pretending to be any kind of, like historical um, document or like a documentary um, they're making a statement but the statement they're making is like it goes back to Mel Gibson paying people instead of participating in the chattel slavery that he actually would have participated in 
it's tell it's lying to ourselves about what happened. Um and it's weird. It struck me as very weird. So that was supposed to be short, but it wasn't. But uh I probably should see the musical. I, I avoided it just because the liberals love it and I just I couldn't uh couldn't bring myself to watch it. So then there's something about a building downtown in my hometown. They wanted to build a apartment building and everyone's mad. It's a big sky rise and they're saying, oh, what's going to make Lancaster lose its charm? I'm like, it's charm. That's a local problem. These it's gentrification, basically. I've lived in this town my whole life and it used to be a shithole. Um, and now it's just been inundated by suburbanites who decided to come here as like it's just irritating I just get irritated with suburban white people that's all I wrote it down in the notebook to maybe talk about it but it's not worth talking about the story is I got irritated at people who don't want to expand housing because it'll be an eyesore quote unquote and an Lancaster will lose its charm one person said keep that stuff in New York I'm like why we can't prosper like New York prospers I don't know the alternative is suburban sprawl, but I guess if you're cutting down farms, and that's the new thing. The poor people are going to be in the suburbs now so that the cities can have charm. So that just irritated me. But I guess I'm out of things to talk about. If you made it this far, I hope you have a great day. You can hit me up on Twitty. Twitty, Jesus Christ. You can hit me up on Twitter. It's at Eddie Lank Lank, uh, or E-G-W-E-S-T-M-A-N. And uh, that's it, man. Everybody stay safe. If you are religious, say a prayer for the little kids in Yemen. If you're not religious, I don't know, try writing your senator or something. I don't, I don't know. Don't eat Ben and Jerry's. They profit off of Israeli apartheid. All right, everyone. Have a good one. Keep your head up. Whatever's going on, you'll get through it. Peace.